On today's show, FCA gets slammed over its ad for Ram pickups in the Super Bowl. Mercedes redesigns the A-Class, and we'll tell you why drivers in North America are different from those in other regions of the world. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Fiat Chrysler is in the news today, and for all the wrong reasons. Four dozen FCA line workers are suing the UAW because they say they lost their jobs when corrupt UAW officials colluded with the FCA to get rid of them. They worked at the paint shop at the old Jeep Wrangler assembly plant. Federal investigators have accused several UAW officers of accepting bribes and several FCA executives of paying them. FCA denies the bribes had anything to do with the contract it negotiated. FCA was also heavily criticized last night for running an ad for Rams in the Super Bowl that used a voiceover from Martin Luther King Jr. A lot of people did not like FCA using the civil rights leader's message to sell pickup trucks. However, the New York Times reports that the King Center, which maintains the civil rights leader's legacy, approved the ad. FCA has a reputation of producing noteworthy Super Bowl ads, but it probably never expected this ad to create so much controversy. Sales of electric cars hit headwinds in the U.S. market last month. They dropped 9% despite the Tesla Model 3, Honda Clarity, and Hyundai Ioniq EVs being added to the segment. Their sales were offset by big drops in Tesla's Model S and X, as well as the Fiat 500e and Nissan Leaf. Nissan is clearing out inventory of the Leaf, which is getting replaced by a new version. Battery electric cars now account for only 0.7% of all sales, which worries automakers because regulations stipulate they must account for over 15% of sales by 2025. Mercedes has redesigned the A-Class, and we'll show you what it looks like right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by... Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. The other day we showed you how Hella's projection headlamps could keep a bike rider safe, but it's also come up with a number of other solutions for the lighting system. Like a backup sensor, the headlights could project a bar on the ground to indicate you're traveling too close to the car in front of you, or show you the ideal path to take. This could be helpful at night or in the rain. But not all ideas have to do with lighting something up. Blacking out a portion of the light beam could indicate to the driver there's a passenger on the side of the road. You know what I like about these solutions? They're simple, and that anyone would be able to understand them. Mercedes revealed the new A-Class, and here are the highlights. The compact hatchback gets updated styling all around and is both wider and longer for more passenger and cargo space. Technology upgrades include a huge center display screen and semi-autonomous driving capability. There are a total of three powertrain options, two four-cylinder gasoline engines, and a diesel variant. The engines will be mated to a new seven-speed DCT with the option for all-wheel drive. The new A-Class will launch sometime in the spring. Last year, GM pulled out of the European market when it sold Opel and Vauxhall to PSA, 
And now some analysts are wondering if South Korea is next. Ward's Auto reports that GM doesn't have any plans to build any new models in the country. And its sales plummeted 26% last year and exports fell by 6%. GM's Gunsan plant, which builds the Chevy Cruze, ran at only 20% capacity the past two years. Analysts say it wouldn't be surprising if GM stopped selling and manufacturing vehicles in Korea, but we think it will keep its design and engineering operations there. What makes North American drivers different from others around the world? Well, that's coming up next. Automakers used to develop a vehicle for a specific region, but nowadays vehicles are sold globally and must satisfy customers in all markets. But some adjustments are still needed to meet local regulations and expectations. On AutoLine After Hours, John Jeriga, the director of powertrain at the Hyundai Kia Technical Center, explained how the U.S. differs from other areas of the world. When you go into Asia, and if, if you happen to go into to Seoul or in anywhere in Korea, you're really not driving 80 miles an hour for any extended periods of time. The, there's a huge amount of congestion, um, so you don't really have sustained periods of time when you have uh, open road. It just doesn't exist, and, and so they don't have to worry about that. Um, they don't have the roads going up the mountains like we do. Um, most of the roads go around the mountains, so you don't have the kind of grades that you would have if you go into San Francisco for extended periods of time or up in the mountains up in, in uh, Colorado. So they just don't have those type of driving conditions. And so um, we have to make sure that our vehicles are tuned both from powertrain standpoint as well as suspension, steering, to handle those type of diverse conditions that you see in the U.S. And how about the difference between North America and Europe? Um, North America and Europe, uh, obviously, we're, we're a little closer. What really uh, is more specific tuning-wise is a lot of our emission regulations that are very specific to North America. We have our onboard diagnostics, the OBD requirements, um, as well as the emission requirements. Our NOx standards are different, particulates. And so that drives to have unique calibrations for meeting U.S. regulations. But are there different drivers' tastes? You know, I, I would imagine Americans want more instant response off the line or something like that. Uh, do you, you find those kinds of differences? Um, th there are. Um, you know, in Europe, there's a large percentage of manuals, and of course in the U.S. it's a very, very small, typically less than 1% of the volume is, is manuals. So, so people are used to driving manuals in, in, in Europe and have uh, different expectations. In the U.S., I think most of our customers really want to be quick and responsive, but also more refined than, than something you would maybe get in Europe, they, especially when they're used to driving manuals. And most people start off in Europe as a young person driving the manual because they're lower-cost vehicles. They're used to some things that American customers just wouldn't tolerate from a launch standpoint, an NVH standpoint. So I think Americans, in my opinion, are a little uh, tougher to address. The expectations are, are a little higher. For more about Hyundai's powertrains and the new Kona crossover, you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autoline.tv, or on our YouTube channel. That's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.